Bene. On my challenge, by the ancient laws of combat, we have met at this chosen ground to settle for good and all. Who holds sway over the five points? Us natives born rightwise to this fine land, or the foreign hordes defiling it. <laughs> of combat, I accept the challenge of the so-called natives. You plague our people at every turn. But from this day out, you shall plague us no more. For let it be known that the hand that tries to strike us from this land shall be swiftly cut down. Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Tomorrow will be the 20th 20 years since 9-11 I don't even think we should say anniversary Um, And so I talk about it about uh, With film And Almost 20 years Well 19 years ago I saw Gangs of New York Many of us did And it had been delayed It was originally going to come out in 2001 it came out in 2020 or 2002. Now, for me, one of the most iconic moments is the ending. And at the ending, you know, a lot of TV shows and a lot of movies had omitted the Twin Towers. Uh, Sex and the City did it. A few other shows did it. You know who didn't do it? Martin Scorsese. A true New Yorker who, true to his word, kept the Twin Towers in at the end of Gangs of New York. I'll never forget it. I'll never... I was in the theater with my cousin. We were watching it. How striking it was. And you hear the music. You're hearing U2's, The Hands That Built America. And then you see the towers. And then the film just ends. So I found this article. New York's... Okay, the story behind Gangs of New York's big delay... Scorsese's historical epic had a soaring budget, a rocky shoot, a nervous studio, and Leo. Where we have, where have we heard that before? Yeah, Titanic. Okay. And if we can go, I want to find it where. I mean, it was nominated for a lot of Oscars. Daniel Day-Lewis was nominated. He lost to Adrian Brody, rightfully so, for The Pianist. But Gangs of New York. Okay. Here we go. So it was gritty. It was set in the gritty New York of 1846 to 1863. Gangs follows an Irish immigrant, DiCaprio, who enlists the help of a pickpocketer, Cameron Diaz, to avenge the murder of his father, Liam Neeson at the hands of the Tammany Hall political enforcer Bill the Butcher Cutting played by Mr. Daniel Day-Lewis this film brought him out of retirement he hadn't made a film since The Boxer 1997 instead of a bittersweet love story the gang's cans preview includes enough explosions blood and nudity suggests that a teen friendly PG-13 rating will be out of the question 
here's where this connects us to 9-11. The film's violence is one reason Miramax decided not to release the film in 2001, to avoid unsetting film growers so soon after September 11th. In the midst of editing, when the attacks occurred, Scorsese went on a two-month hiatus. The film deals very much with New York, with the creation of New York, with the police department, he explains. We all felt after September 11th, we should take a step back. (sighs) For the director, who took a year to cut both Goodfellas and The Age of Innocence, the delay was nothing new. In fact, post-production dragged on so long that the finishing... After finishing Gangs of New York, co-star Jim Broadbent shot Iris, saw that the film released, and won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, a cycle completed nine months before Gangs will hit theaters. This article is from March 7, or May 17, 2002, and Gangs of New York would come out in December of 2002, and I remember when I saw it at the end of December in 2002, and I thought, Damn. So 20 years ago, 20 years ago, a lot has changed 20 years later. But that New York skyline, and I've talked to so many New Yorkers whom I love dearly, who've all told me different things. How they won't go in the Freedom Tower, how the skyline looks so different it's so haunting even those before the towers were even erected in 1973 gotta remember those those towers only stood from 1973 to 2001 almost 30 years there are several films about 9-11 I don't think I think a documentary in itself captures not just the pain and and the, I mean, everything. But documentaries, a feature film, it's hard to do. It's hard to do. There is a Depeche Mode video of them on the Twin Towers and they're singing Enjoy the Silence and then there is Man on a Wire now that was later that was a documentary Um, and then there is the one starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt so this is um, a documentary directed by James Marsh. The film chronicles Philippi Petty's 1974 high-wire walk between the twin towers of New York's World Trade Center. It's based on Petty's book To Reach the Clouds, released in paperback with the title Man on the Wire or Man on Wire. The title of the film is taken from the police report that led to the arrest and later release of Petit, whose performance lasted for almost an hour. The film is crafted like a heist film, presenting rare footage of the preparations of the event and still photographs of the walk alongside reenactments with as present-day interviews. Yes. Mm. Huh. 
<sighs> it won the Academy Award for Best Documentary Feature at the 81st Academy Awards. It's a powerful documentary. I've always told people about it. Uh, I haven't seen the Joseph Gordon-Levitt version. Okay, it's called... Is it called The Walk? Okay. Yeah. It's a powerful film. So... If art can heal and music can heal and... I'm, I'm watching the footage uh, t- 20 years later and they're talking with these families who've lost so much and the, the, to even conceive of rebuilding their lives and then and then the haunting you know the airplane the people who were on the airplanes the people who were in the towers in the Pentagon yes It's it's powerful, and so that's why I wanted to do this. And tomorrow we will. I will probably talk more in depth about maybe Man on the Wire. Um, it's it's hard to say. It's hard to say when you talk about a subject such as this. Um, you really have to be careful. And because it's such a it's such a, a hollow moment I've always felt that it should be a day of remembrance and it should be a national holiday I've always felt that what occurred I remember going to the mall and the mall clo- closed and we're in California and people how people were glued to CNN I remember at college and people were glued to the radio it was a disturbing thing and then I and I remember asking my grandfather at the time uh, he died last year around this time about Pearl Harbor and how you know gotta remember there was no television there was just radio and they had gone to mass and Pearl Harbor had happened and they thought the world was over they thought that they were either going to be invaded or that uh, and war was war was coming this was 80 years ago isn't that disturbing I want to give a shout out to Florence Jones who in I watched a really powerful documentary called 9-11 20 years with David Muir and then Diane Sawyer did the one about the families and the children of 9-11 and Florence Jones gave a very haunting account of she was on the 77th floor oh my goodness she escaped from her office on the 77th floor of the South Tower. Unfortunately, many of her co-workers did not. Years later, she donated a black pair of shoes she wore on her harrowing descent to safety. They are now on display in the 9-11 Memorial Museum. 
But what's haunting is is she talks about also in this documentary seeing people doing the sign of the cross and jumping to their death. And that she said was the ultimate sacrifice. And people, she said, don't talk about that and they need to talk about it. Because those people up there knew they knew very powerful very powerful (sighs) you know when I started the Dr. Zeus film podcast it was I mean we're all connected we're all connected through this medium and um yeah this is this is this this is I'm at a loss for words, but I've also said my friends in New York are very very strong, passionate, resilient and i I will say something on a light note i w- I was in Berkeley and I was trying to go to a concert, and these students were in front of me, and they were taught walking so slow, and I immediately thought of my friends in New York and in New York as a whole, where you do not walk slow in front of a New Yorker. you get out of their fucking way, and New Yorkers ha- you know New York unfortunately has that reputation that they're mean. no get out of their way, and I can so relate to that, so covid was the epicenter or New York was the epicenter of COVID New York has been through so much so much and so I always pay my tributes and respects to New York and it's the center of the world will always be the center of the world and the images of the towers and and I mean gosh 20 years Think about that. The Twin Towers were only up for... Was it 27 years? 10,000 days? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Check out Gangs of New York by Martin Scorsese. United Flight 93, directed by Paul Greengrass. Man on a Wire, directed by James Marsh. And just live every moment on Pleasant Dreams. <laughs>